Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alice. Hey, Reza- now. Greg, what are you doing here? Hey, what do you mean? What I- Allison, where, did you, where did you come from, Greg? I came from the world of childish, and I just want to make sure that your listeners know that you're just as wonderful on the, on the other podcast you do. What if they don't have kids? Don't need them. You don't need them. A lot of our listeners actually tell us they don't have kids. We talk about sex. We talk about all sorts of dirty stuff, but also parenting stuff. Yeah, so. Check out Childish, new episodes every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm Allison, and I'm sitting here in my studio with my husband, Daniel. Hi. How's it going? You started uh, before I was ready. Oh, yes. I just figured that you would see me turn on the button and begin to talk, and then you would also be ready. Mm, you would think that. I what think kind that. of um, wind up were you looking for? Uh, you know what? I'll just let you talk for a second and I'll just wind up. No, but I just want to know, like, what would have, what would have cued you in? Like something, something bold and audacious, like, hey, I'm going to, are you ready to start? I'm going to start now. Something like that. Yes. Well, here's the thing, Daniel Mm -hmm. and beloved listeners. I am in a cranky mood. I feel like there's sand in my underwear. Is that a phrase? Old Sandy Pants. Probably. I bet people named Sandy or Sandra or Sandra get called Sandy Pants. My name's Allison, but yeah, you did bonk your cup. I it's okay. My cup. Anyway, I'm in a cranky mood, and here's the thing, Daniel. Mm-hmm. I was fine yesterday. I did feel like I wanted to cry for no reason, mm-hmm. but today I was fine. And then I sat down at my computer and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, the feeling that I want to cry is back. And then I said, fine, I can read the room. I'm going to leave. I'm going to get away from my computer. I did. I felt fine again. I was feeling pretty a-okay. Okay. And then I received an email, a response to my email. That will always do it. From Jason from the bank. And it made me feel very angry. I know you're like, who's Jason? What bank? What are you talking about? And I will tell you why. I will tell you, but here's the thing. And I just want, before you fire off your, what word am I looking for here? It's akin to angry and um, hateful and um, just trolly and uh, negative. Spiteful? Before you fire off your spiteful comments, tweets, messages, and whatnot, just know I'm aware the following story is stupid, alienating, not relatable, and makes me seem unlikable. Okay? Okay. I want to run down those again. Okay. A for alienating. What was the second one? Stupid? Sure. Stupid, not relatable, mm-hmm. NR, and what was the last one? Oh, makes me unlikable. You. So that's, it's almost AS, 
ASMR. It's A-S-N-R-U. Asnru. Mm-hmm. The okay. spelling story is hella Asnru. Okay? All right. Here it what goes. happened? Daniel, do you recall that we had some money in a CD? Now, mm-hmm. already, already, that is like, who am I? La-di-da Trump? Um, I wish I hadn't made that reference, but I'm just saying already, like, I would tune out if someone was talking about a CD. So I'm yeah. just going to make this fast. We had some money in a CD. I've never, we never did stuff like that. No, we didn't. But we decided to. We had some money in a CD and it was going to mature. Again, these are adult terms. Uh, and so I started receiving calls from a Jason. From the bank. From the bank. Mm-hmm. Wanting to know, do we want to roll it over into a new CD or just move it into, what do we want to do with it? Right. And I don't appreciate phone calls. It's not my... No, you don't like to talk on the phone. I don't like it. No. But you know what I did? Mm-hmm. I called him back. Which right away, he should understand what a gift that is. <laughs> Do you know why I did it? Because you wanted to know what the options were for your money? Yeah, and also it's quarantine. What else do I have to do? Okay. So talk to him. Mm-hmm. And I, he said you have seven days to decide. And when was this? I don't know. Okay. I, well, what a keen question. Because that plays... That comes up later in the story, which I know you wish were now. <laughs> no, so anyway, I'm, I'm riveted. I, I think we talked on Friday of last week. Maybe. I don't know. Sure. I said, when do I have to make up my mind? And he said, oh, let's see. You have until Friday. I, th- I thought he said you have until Friday. Right. So he's still been calling me. And to see what I want to do. And I'm like, is he, does he get commission? He must get commission if I do something or other. So anyway, I said, can you do me a favor and tell me, and by the way, I'm going into more detail than I intended to. Oh, also, <laughs> you guys, Daniel wants to divorce me. I know that. No, no. Go ahead. Also, he said, I was like, you know, asking my questions. And he's like, oh, you know, you, it's this percentage rate. By the way, the percentage rates are so ridiculously low right now. This percentage rate, if you roll it over into a CD for six months, oh, I'm sorry, it's four months right now. So anyway, I said, can you, can you do I emailed him mm-hmm. as a way of saying, hi, can we do emails? <laughs> oh, sorry, on the phone. He's like, okay, just call me back and let me know what you want to do. And I said to him, I'm sorry, this story, see, I'm cranky. It's the sandy <laughs> underwear. <laughs> the story's all over. <sighs> <laughs> this is a story my mom would tell oh, get to the point <laughs> so i said do i have to call you can i email you he's like oh yeah email's fine so i anyway he per- proceeded to call me i call yeah. I, I email him i'm like can you, t- can you tell me what the interest would be if it's this or this he writes back it's seriously a difference of 37 dollars uh-huh. so i write back Let's just move it into the checking account. And when was this? Yesterday. Okay. I don't get any response. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I write back this morning just checking if you got the email. Because I'm thinking, I got to tell him by Friday. So then I get this email back. And I would like Tony to insert some kind of like, dun, dun, dun. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, Allison. Yesterday was the last day to make any changes, and I had mentioned in my voicemail I had to hear back by 4 p.m. 4 p.m. to make any changes. The CD rolled over for six months. Best regards. 
Wow. That's now, it. That was it. <laughs> so it's insane that I'm in this bad of a mood, right? Did he put it in writing that it was yesterday by 4 p.m.? He claims nope. to have. No, he said in my voicemail. And it, is that true? I can't find the voicemail. What do you mean? I can't find it in my phone. I think that I, de- I clear, I deleted my voicemails. Oh. Do you think he's, he's probably not lying. I don't right? think he's lying. But, but so I wrote back and I said, and by the way, you guys, this will get interesting in a moment. I'm sorry. Thank you for indulging the stupidity. I just am in a bit of a funk. I said, oh, I thought you'd said in our telephone call that I had until Friday. Email is the best way to reach me. So I didn't hear you say this in a voicemail. Is it rolled over for six months on the call? You said four. And also, in the email, he mentioned four. So, but I looked it up on my account. It's rolled over for six. Again, it doesn't really matter. Like, we're actually making 37 more dollars that it's rolled over. But, so I'm thinking, why is it driving me crazy? Thank goodness we don't, it doesn't really matter. It's not like we're going to be screwed because we don't have access to that money right now. It's driving me newts. And that's just a fun way of saying nuts. Because I feel like, I'm, I feel like I wasn't heard. I feel like I was like gaslit a little bit. And I feel like, hello, I told you what I want to do. Like, right. wh- where did this humongous miscommunication happen? That being said, I don't really give a fuck about Jason from the bank. And if you're listening, I don't give a fuck about you. It's obviously like triggering stuff. This has been sort of a theme this week. The other big thing that's been bothering me that I'm not going to talk about is just this feeling of like, I'm barely being heard by someone. Um, What's that? <laughs> it's not you actually uh i could never marry someone i felt like that about no um I, maybe these are related i don't know i think this this what is was a, that humongous side i'm trying to think of what what the issue is it's me okay. um um i think that there you have an issue with uh situations where um somebody says uh like draws a hard line no for you and you know doesn't work with you when you want to try to like get some wiggle room yes however uh, that that's true you don't like no's no i don't that's true however i legitimately thought i had till friday yeah, but um, also, who cares? It's such a who cares. It doesn't really matter. But I truly thought I well, had till Friday. I don't ever. I, I never heard him say you have until Thursday four p.m. Although maybe he said it and I deleted right. it. Okay, so the fact that you understand that it doesn't matter, yeah, and that it's a big who cares. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's an indicator to you mm-hmm. that this isn't about this. Yes, in twelve step they say. If it's hysterical, it's historical. Oh boy. Okay. Um, well, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's the like, same thing. It's that's what it is. It's so you know, it's not about you know it's not about Jason from the bank. You know it doesn't matter. It's like this isn't a huge amount of money and we just did it in a lark because you know, well, we knew we wouldn't need the money right away and it was gonna, you know, whatever. So we put it in there. We're not gonna need it in the next six months either right you know yeah we're very lucky so we're just in a we're in a good position right now so it doesn't matter i know what it is sorry i want to let you finish and then i'm gonna yell i Uh, know what it is well no so the fact that you know that means that you know that it's something completely different 
And so instead of focusing on the bank and Jason, better to focus on what it is that it's triggering. I do not like when someone gets in my brain bubble and gets in my face Mm -hmm. and is like, I need to know your preference. Do you want this or this? And how do you want it? Do you want this or this? This or this? This, 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 this. I need you to tell me what it is you want. And then when I'm like, okay, fine. This is what I want. And like, oh, sorry. We can't can't. do that. No. And I'm like, I didn't give a fuck. And again, I'm not talking about the bank now. Mm -hmm. Although this is what that situation is. I'm like, by making me think about it and making me make a decision, you made me become invested in this. And now I'm disappointed and I feel sort of like hurt that you're not giving me what I want after I just told you what I want. I didn't care to begin with. You know where I relate to this is like when someone asks me my opinion mm-hmm. on something and then they they like disregard it. Like It's like um, someone goes, hey, do you like white chairs or brown chairs? Oh, I don't and, know what you're talking. Like, then, wait, wait, wait. You mean like at a wedding or something? Like, for example, like at a wedding <laughs> and you go, uh, well, I don't care. And well, well, can you just tell me which one you like? I don't better? recall you not caring. No, that's what I said in my head. Oh, okay. I don't care. Uh, like, because I was in don't care mode. If that is if we were talking about a, a wedding. A hypothetical here. wedding, yeah. Uh, this hypothetical situation. And... Uh, and so then I go, okay, I'll, inv- I'll look and I'll invest and I'll make a decision. Uh, and I'll go, you know what? Give it some real thought. I go, I like whatever I chose. And then you, and then you in this hypothetical, hypothetical situation, would say, Inter- okay, good, good. I'll go with the other one. Yeah. Well, you know what? And, and that kind of thing happens every now and then. And it, dri- it drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> like, well, see, we're on the same page that it's really annoying when someone does that. But in this case, it's worse. In the case with Jason in the bank? No, no. In, the, in my Look, case. I'm sorry. Because it happens to me. It, you wanting white chairs forced me to realize I don't want white chairs. <laughs> so thank you for that. And it's I didn't sort care of- before. And, except that then it was like, well, now you made me decide which one I liked. Yeah, better, I know. And now I care. Yeah. So it's like I would much rather someone not ask me. Uh, um, I needed help with the decision. <laughs> Look, you know decisions are hard I'm, for I'm me. I'm still unclear how I how my <laughs> choosing white helped you decide on brown. Um. I, it's yeah. It's hard to it's anyway. it's mysterious the way anyway. it works. It's sort of like I remember we were going to go out to dinner for Valentine's Day when we were dating, and I wanted you to recommend some places like where should we go, and we'd have a conversation about which which restaurants to go to. Mm-hmm. But you like. I wish I could. I can't remember exactly what it is that you wanted to do, but you didn't want to do it that way. You and I have a very different way of choosing restaurants. Like you want to like, let's just like drill down to, okay, what part of town do you want to go to? Or what part of this? And I'm like, let's just look at all the restaurants that exist, talk about it. And then you let me know what you want. And then I'll decide. (laughs) Um, I only have a vague memory of that. I don't, so I don't, it wasn't a big deal. Unlike, I mean, I can, I can, I mean, LA is so huge. It's like, what you want to talk about every restaurant? But, but, yes. but the thing about the chairs 
is that I don't actually give a shit about the chairs. I still don't. It was fine, Brown. So these things, they become about principle. It's it like it oftentimes it's like almost an ego thing. It is an ego it's a, thing. It's like you're disregarding. It's it's like you're saying to the person, you don't matter. I don't care what you think. I don't care Which, what you want. It's not something that I solicited in the first. Like if I solicit it, right? Mm-hmm. If I come to you and I'm asking your opinion of something I did or whatever, and then you are uninterested in that or whatever. That's on me because I, I kind of put you in that situation. But if if you come to me and do it, it feels like I'm being fucked with. Yes. And so it's that like, it's that double anger of like, uh, what what you know? Like, well, why, Daniel, why are you doing this, Daniel, my love. I'm very sorry about the chair. I don't situation. give a shit about the chairs. I know you are. Sounds as if you do. No, no. I'm just relating to. I'm trying to put myself back in the um, the shoes of a innocent young man who thought that life was going to be full of love and romance and white chairs, and and was going to have a beautiful day, and then everything went wrong. The chairs were brown. It was 80 degrees and very, very sunny. They, they put the wrong lipstick on me. You don't even okay. know. And, and then when I pointed out the wrong lipstick, the makeup artist said, that ship has sailed, sister. She literally said that. <laughs> she literally said, that ship has sailed, sister. God. <laughs> who, do, who, who is this person that you had as your makeup person? She- Not someone that you'd think would talk like that. No, I... Uh. I expected her instead to say, oh... Allow me to blot that off and put on the. You if know who I, cares? If I have any advice to anybody, it's don't just get married. Don't have a wedding. Don't get. Just, I, I've just actually given this advice to people multiple times, which is, do not have a wedding. Elope and have a party. That's it. You can have a wedding, but like you are fucking asking for it. It is. I just wish we had eloped. I do too, but um, next time with our new yeah with our new spouses. Mm-hmm. So the weird thing is, you only find out after the fact when you discuss with people the fact that the day didn't quite feel the way you wanted it to feel. Then you're like, "Oh yeah, mine didn't either. Oh yeah, mine didn't either. Oh yeah, mine didn't either." So I'm mm-hmm. wondering, are there people out there that where for whom it was the best day of their life? That's the problem. Where right they there, enjoy is that, that you're expecting it to be the best day I know, of your life. Like, I know. Well, it's never going to be that because when does anything feel like if you were to think back at the best day of your life? Well, first of all, I wouldn't even know what yeah, that day know. would be. But it's Cer- not, certainly not the day I got the email from Jason. It's not going to really feel like that in the moment, right? So, so then if you're adding to that the expectation and the sort of self conscious, you know, checking in on it. It, it can't. It's impossible. There's no way. It's like literally impossible for anything to be great, to feel great, if you are evaluating it and not in the moment, right? Like if your brain is in that state of mind of like, of here it comes. Here's the, this is often of why being outside yeah. of it and looking in, it right. can't. It can't by definition be a great experience. You know what was a great experience? An unexpected, surprisingly great experience was uh, my 35th birthday 
or maybe it was 36, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but you and I were just friends, and I've talked about this before. This is what I consider our Wait, first date. Wait, how old were you? I think I was turning 35 or 36. God damn, you were young then. I know. You've, stolen, you've stolen my oh youth. Oh my God, okay. You've stolen my youth. I'm a withered old hag who I got fights with banks. That wasn't your youth. I I got you I got s- you when you were an old maid. <laughs> you got me. You know, I was like on the day the um half off like past their expiration date bread rack. Yeah. You were like I got you at Big Lots. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean that as a <laughs> I did not mean that in the way that it sounded. I know. Well, uh, I was going to say Tuesday morning, but I don't got know if big people Big Al at at Big Lots. Yeah. I was going to say Tuesday morning, but I don't, I don't know if people even know that place. I don't know what that is. Yeah. It's like that. Or what was the place we went to in Glendale? I'm going to need a little more. Home Goods? Home Goods. Everyone knows what... Oh, you say it like it's Tuesday morning. Everyone knows what Home Goods is. I've never heard it's of very, it. very, very popular. Christy Teigen actually had a funny tweet about it. Which Chrissy? I was, Chrissy? Yeah. Did I say Christy? You did. Anyway... uh, Tony edit that out. Um, <laughs> Just the t- sound. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not she really, said, Tony. Home Goods has half to one of everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That's funny. Um, so anyway, uh, it was my birthday back when I was young, but still old. And I thought that I was recording an Adam Carolla show that night. So I hadn't... Like there were no, pl- I no hadn't plans. made any plans for my birthday, which I kind of liked because my birthday is a day where I always feel like set up to expect a certain thing, and mm-hmm. then I get disappointed, and I'm just not, I just don't love my my own birthday. Um, but then it turned out we didn't have a show, and then you asked if you could take me out to dinner, and I said okay, and it was like kind of out of the blue and unexpected, not what I was planning to do, but I had like the best time, and then that turned into our first date. Yeah, that worked out pretty good. It did. And you uh, had a Band-Aid on your nose because you'd had a little bit of skin cancer removed, and now you have that again. Uh, And it's been exactly that amount of time uh, between incidents of skin cancer. So I'm going to... The procedure that I got after that, I'm going to get it again. So hopefully I'll have another 10 years. But I want to talk about energy right now. So... I um, got, there's like a little iTunes comment that's been a bug in my fucking brain. I never, I want to say I never check. I think I selected it for iTunes comments of the week. Oh, so I'm jumping ahead, but it's like. That's okay. Okay. I never check. If you're going to say what it is, though, let's just do the segment. Yeah, we, we'll get there. Okay. I, I never check iTunes comments. And, and in fact, if, unless you tweet at me, i I try really hard to avoid any kind of... Because it's just like, uh, I just... You don't want that voice in your head. Yeah, like, I tend to agree with the haters of me. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I feel like the people that are nice to me, God bless you. I love you guys. I really do. And it means a lot to me. But, like, when someone says something critical, I'm like, yeah, that's that's right. Uh, or, like, that's what I think. Um, and so somebody said... Uh, oh, hang on. Okay, oh, okay. <clears throat> Let's do the segment. And before we start, I would just like to say thank you so much for your Apple Podcasts or iTunes, whatever you want to call it, comments. They help the show so much. But I think what's more important is that you smash that subscribe button. And she doesn't mean F it. Whatever you got to do. I'm, I'm boning up on my millennial slang and is smashing is what they say. 
Oh, for Bonin? Yeah, for Bonin. Okay, so, so let's don't do... smash the like button. iTunes or do. comments. You know what? I'm open-minded. I say whatever, whatever pleases you within the law. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. So, first... A positive one. Um, the top one. Yes. <laughs> True love by Naughty Alley Cat. Even though I've never met either one of them, Allison and David are my two best friends who are married. Who the fuck is David? <laughs> what? Why does every we get mail for David? Honey, <laughs> who the fuck is David? You tell me right now. It's you. You're David. David. Uh, that amused me. If you write Daniel in script, it looks like David. It looks like David. The uh, like it, the I, it goes D A. The N can look like a V, and the E L can look like a D. That's just a little bit of trivia for y'all. <laughs> I feel like we need another positive. So just hang on. I'm gonna get it because there were other. I I thought that one was funny. But I feel like if people are sincerely liking the show, then we should listen, we should. Read that one was of those. a sincerely liking the show. I mean, they are, but five stars by Natty Bond. I've been listening to Allison Rosen for about six years now. She's my go-to, and I love getting two different kinds of shows each week. The Monday show has introduced me to ninety percent of my other favorite podcasts. The Thursday show never disappoints. Five stars. Thank you, Natty Bond. Okay, but not everyone feels so positively about the show. On the There's other like hand... There's two negatives, though, that I want to read. Okay. That's just a screen grab. So I'm going to read the, the second one first. This All right. is not the one that I was talking about, but just because it's con- this one's confounding to me. Okay. This is One Star for Uniqueness by Film Vault Fan. Mm. It's always Thursday in California. Does yeah, that, that make, makes no sense to me. I don't understand why that is somehow a justification for one star. Is it possible that... Oh, no. I'm sorry. I was going to say it's possible. I feel like sometimes people put one star when they mean five stars, but he literally says one star for uniqueness. So, I don't know. That's it's like not always Thursday. Uh, half the time, it's Monday. Well, I mean, he's probably talking about the Thursday show. But I just don't Yeah, get but it. like half it's the like time a very, it's a Monday saying, show. Or she's saying it's a very like a California heat. show. Like oh no. you you guys are so California, like as a derogatory That no, I term? think you're trying to read something into something that makes anyway, no sense. Anyway, okay, here's the one. Here's the one. Here we go. It's called Daniel, please stop. <laughs> Swarrel's bad. Uh. It's at four stars. Daniel even people who agree with you think you're ranting too much. P- please, can you stop yourself? <laughs> okay. And like, okay. I don't, I don't know why this comment has gotten in my head, but I think there's this like thing. I really, really don't want to rant. Mm. Like the idea of ranting, it's like, I'm just going to go on and on and on. Uh, at the same time, topics will come up that I that I that I have a lot to say about, and I want to like get my thoughts out 
in a way that's fast and, you know, maybe a little bit like entertaining to listen to and not completely boring um, and gets the whole thought out. And so sometimes that might be ranty, I guess. I have no idea. I ha- it's one of those things where it's like impossible for me to know mm-hmm. if this person's right or wrong. Uh, but it's a fear that like to me, a rant is is like somebody is borderline yelling their <laughs> opinion at you and you don't want to fucking hear it. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is what a rant is like. And so. Well, but- just ju- I just want to inject for a moment that some very well-known and popular entertainers make their bread and butter off of ranting. Yeah. And I don't like that kind of yeah, shit okay. for the most part. Yeah. Like some, you know, yeah, like like Adam can do it in a funny way. Maybe he's the only one. I'm not sure who rants that's actually like funny. Yeah, he can make it funny. Um, but anyway, uh, you you brought this energy into this room. This isn't a criticism. I'm just pointing it out because I'm I'm I, I did. No, you brought this like angry energy into the room, and oh, I found myself at the beginning of the show, like I'm having to like meet match it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. I'm not saying this is a criticism, but what I I I found myself. I'm talking at this pitch like this. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm doing it. No, that's I'm not. I'm ranting. And so. Uh, that's not ranting. No, but I, I don't. It's not the like. I don't want to be angry, dude. And so I feel like I've had this like borderline angry energy mm. that isn't like what I walked into this room with. And then I started getting in my head because this person has put it in my head now that I rant too much. Like I'm, you feel like you did a chairs rant. Can I say something? I don't know what that means, but like I, you talked about the chairs and you felt like you were ranty about it. I'm asking, did you feel like you were oh, ranting oh, oh, about the chairs? Oh, the 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 wedding. Yeah, chairs. yeah. I feel like my tone was ranty. Mm. Can I say something, honey? <laughs> you just, is that a yes or a no? Yes. Do you remember when you did your open letter to the open letters are trendy right now, but this you you invented open letters to the salsa manufacturers? Yeah. By the way, no response. (laughs) No response. Not from any of them. I don't expect a response from Tostitos. Yeah. Or Pace. Okay. Um, But uh, your Casa Sanchez, although, by the way, they do it right. So maybe they're not the right ones to do it. But, you know. Lower on the totem pole, your Las Salsas. Okay. Okay? I would think they have enough time what? to address the issue. Remind me the crux of the issue. Um, you sell a product that people want to dip a corn chip in, mm. but the mouth of the jar is too small to dip the chip in or... It's just the right size if you bite part of it off, but it's long, <laughs> so you end up having to Tweezer pinch your a chip between two fingers when you get past the halfway point and dip it down, getting salsa on your fingers. It's like, now, I've just discovered a great salsa. It comes in a tub, so these people got it right. But like, you'd think the big ones would figure this out. They think that you're, they think, it's like the social pressure to entertain when you buy a jar of salsa. It's like, look, <laughs> I understand that y- your concept of your product 
is that you are creating big social environment <laughs> like situations for people to like have the friends over and oh my gosh it's five o'clock let's have some margaritas and have some salsa and stuff but it's like this is not how 90 percent of the people are consuming your product it's certainly not let's right now get real it's sad lonely people in their kitchen trying to stuff a lot of corn chips in their fucking face in a short amount of time and i don't want salsa fingers at the end of this <laughs> Okay, that was basically what I was. Yes, saying. that was very well received and very funny, and that bordered on a rant. Yeah, and but I think that's jokey. Like, I mean, I'm serious, but it's like I'm. Well, you I can tell that I'm. I'm yes, lighthearted, jokey rants, but with a dash of that quant method <laughs> anger. Everyone likes that. Well, I think I was actually thinking about it a little bit. I think. Well, first of all, this person probably doesn't agree with your politics. No, she said, or I'm assuming it says she, uh, says they do. Oh. She, this person's like, I agree with you, and I'm in your too mm-hmm. much for me. <laughs> and by the way, I don't, I want to I be clear. My feelings aren't hurt. Yeah, I know. At all. But it's, I want this show to be really good. I think... And so if if it's like, oh my God, people aren't liking the show, well, I, then I don't want to make I it worse. I think that um, this this show couldn't be better. <laughs> so this, this, people tune in for this. Um, I think sometimes when you talk about politics, because you are kind of a policy or political wonk, would you say that's accurate? I'm wonky. Could that cup be any louder? I, I don't have anything that keeps it cold. You're the one that has the brewmate. As, you know, you brought him into the house. <gasps> I just invented silent cups. Yes, it's it's this plastic drink bottle that I have. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, it's just yes, it no, is just a brewmate. Some reality it's to a the show. brewmate with a metal straw. And <laughs> a metal straw. You know, what I did is I was like. It's like <laughs> this is okay. This was I, I was like the the soda. I'm having by the way, code red time, folks. I'm having Mountain Dew code red because I needed some caffeine, and it's it's yummier than normal Mountain Dew. But anyway, it was warm, and so I was like, well, I can't have a bunch of ice in the cup. That'll make a lot of noise. <laughs> so I'll just grab a straw, and then it'll be silent. <laughs> except it's a fucking metal straw. Take just get near the mic and just take a sip and let everyone yeah. know what's Here's happening. My, who is my solution to, to the noise a of silent? Yeah, a silent drinking experience. <laughs> it's you know, it's like barbells where you can take the it weight does, off and yeah. cl- and put it back on. Wonderful. I think sometimes you're very into politics and you're informed and you're like up on the latest this thing and that thing. So you like to talk about. What it's like a passion of yours, I would say, and you're also filled with anger, like anyone who's very informed is right now. But even, and so, even besides that, I just have thoughts, and you got those thoughts. I got so you many. You got all thoughts. those thoughts kicking around in your head, and so when something comes up, you're like, "Wait, I know about that. I have thoughts and information," and you like to share that, and you don't always make it personal. And I think that what what would I think that what what would make it seem less like a rant, 
And I know you're going to be like, oh, you agree with her. And no, I don't really. But no, this is interesting. I was thinking if you could make it keep making it personal, then it's less like someone's yelling at me about politics. That's interesting. So you think that it's if I'm sitting here saying like, this is uh, what's going on with Supreme Court and da, 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 da. Yeah, I I just fell asleep. Right. But if I said, I feel (laughs) like this is what's happening with the Supreme Court. Well, that'd be a little better. This is what's happening to this with the Supreme Court to me. Well, that's better. Um, I think I know what you're saying. I I would agree with that. Uh, to be perfectly uh, honest, I don't need need to talk about this stuff. And uh, but but if it comes up and I feel like there's something I can I can uh, add to the conversation, I will. And then. And then I feel like I have more to say than the time to say it. And so it comes out like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Jesus. Now, I have some home things to discuss. And I thought we could do it on the show. Yeah, let's get into it. Okay. Do you remember when we were in the many, many years that we were looking for a house? Because trying to find a house in LA is very difficult. And then also we, we were like, yeah, let's look. And then you got laid off. And I was like, oh, thank God we didn't buy a house. And then let's look again. And then I got laid off. And then or, um, laid off is not quite the word for what happened to me. But still, uh, we, we, it was, we like started, stopped, started, stopped, and then went, yes. went all the way. But at one point, we looked at a house in not too far from where we live, actually, mm-hmm. in Burbank. And the house was okay. It, was, it had been flipped. It was staged very nicely. It was very long. It was a little bit too long and narrow. But, but... You looked into the neighbor's backyard from that oh, house. I know exactly the house, yeah. And there was just all, like, describe what was in the neighbor's backyard. Construction debris? No, no, it was like a, it was like a junkyard. And I, I don't mean like a, a, I mean like a, would you imagine a junkyard that's got like That like Jeff Fox would engines? go to? Yeah, like Jeff Fox would go to, like old engines that are stacked on other old engines and a refrigerator that's been scrapped for, you know, to pieces and... Just like old mechanical things and uh, rusted stuff, you know, like like it wasn't like a bunch of trash. In other words, it so was anyway, just, it, but it was a lot of it. Yeah, and you're like, we can't live next to that. Yes. Now, why? I mean, I'm I'm with you, but why? It was just blighty. So anyway, I was in the studio earlier. This very studio where we're sitting right now, alienating, asnruing our listeners. And I took a ganderoo out a window into oh. the yard, the side yard oh, of our we house, have, we have it. where all of Ray's shit is I still. And I and I was brought back to that moment that you decided we can't move into that other house. So I've had a that rebel. is yeah. It, we live. It's no, the same. Totally. Uh, so I have a I had a revelation the other day about it, which was this. Um, it's been how many years since he left that there? Well, we moved in in we moved in October, February of last year, maybe. Sure, maybe it was more like August. Oh no, that was the year before. I cannot remember. No, no, no. Yeah, it's been it's been over. It's like a year and a half. Like it's been over a year, and he hasn't needed any of that stuff. That's true. So how? much does he need it this is a good revelation however there's stuff that i've left at my mom's house no no does, this is different because stuff because ray's not it, my child well no he's not leaving his yearbooks <laughs> what if 
they're over photo, there. Yeah, his old photo albums. I mean, it's like, it's like nails. And what if his textbooks and yearbooks are there? <laughs> it's like, oh, my old yearbook. My yearbook was shaped like an old crowbar. Um, no, so I think what I'm going to do is just... Uh, there are some things that obviously we can keep. And by the way, some things that if he never claims them, be nice to have, you know? Like a, a ladder and a... Yeah, a ladder um, and a, wheelbarrow. And a table saw and things like that. Um, but the rest of it, I'm just going to trash. Like, he he hasn't needed it till now. None of it is valuable. I mean, the value of that stuff is just like nothing. Okay. You know, a fucking 80-year-old wheelbarrow. <laughs> it's like that. It's like two two wheelbarrows. You say just, it like burrow, and I say barrow. Wheel, I think it's wheelbarrow. I think it's wheelbarrow. Maybe it is. No, let's find out. Do, okay. do, do, do. This is exactly what I wanted to talk about. I'm so glad Wheel- you. So glad you arrested the conversation barrow. at that moment. No, it tur- as it turns out, I'm right. Sorry. Wheelbarrow. Okay, the wheelbarrow doesn't sound right to me, but okay. I like the way you said it. All wrong, like. Uh. Anyway, what I'm going to do is get rid of 90% of it and then consolidate the rest into the garage and we'll be done. So, there yeah. There you go. There you go. And, okay, so I can cross out debris from... I can cross out Jason. I can cross out debris. And now the other thing. We have a lime tree. We have a lemon tree and a lime tree. We do. Has our lime tree ever produced limes? Is yes. that a... F- when? Um, like January, February? Earlier this year? I've never seen a lime on it. Well, there weren't as many. Um, the lemon the, tree the is lemon tree nonstop. Is, yeah. Uh, like Hamilton. Um, <laughs> yes. And tons of lemons. Why do you assume you're the sourest in the room? Ah, uh, this tree is nonstop. Yeah. You the can, you can hear them singing that faintly as you walk by. Uh, no limes. I'll never be satisfied. <laughs> we had probably like four limes, so I don't know. Could we? Get, did we get a dud tree? You guys, this is what quarantine has done to my brain. It's like I'm. It's turning in on itself. More than normal. More than normal. Thank you. And then, lastly, and then we can move on to something more fun. How do yeah. you feel about the phrase "secret sauce"? Like secret that's sauce? the secret sauce. I don't mean referring to sauce. I mean, mean like not not referring to like anything the secret sauce food. I fucking invented last night. Oh my god, that was amazing. Snapchat. I I meant secret sauce metaphorically, no, but I let's know. talk literally about the sauce that you made because it really was just as good as you said. Okay, so um, I'm trying to eat less meat, and I got that Impossible Burger stuff. You know, you can get it now in its like ground beef mm-hmm. form. Um, has a very interesting smell. It's it like, it smells smell like great, urine. But once you cook it, it does taste pr- pretty close to a regular hamburger patty. Like, it's pretty good. Yeah. Although, folks, let me tell you something. The next day, I have realized I just get, like, that pain in my gut, like, when you have diarrhea. And it's just like, it's, you know what it is? It's like Hamilton. <laughs> nonstop. It's like nonstop. And that shit is nonstop. <laughs> Why do you poop all the time in that room? <laughs> um so 
Why does it feel like it's never coming out? So the wait, um, is that the problem? It feels like it's never coming out, or it's never going to well, stop. Well, it's like it, it's it, it just it, the the pain doesn't go away. Oh, for a while. So I don't know. I may stop eating. But okay, we had <laughs> some rye bread and uh, from Langer's Deli from Langer's, and I thought, you know what? I'm going to make a patty melt. And yeah, and, and as you were cooking it, you said to me, "You don't even know what's coming." Yeah, and what you was really... coming was a patty melt. <laughs> I didn't know. And this is the fun we have. Folks. <laughs> um, so I, but we didn't have any like Thousand Island left mm. or Russian dressing left. It's the same. So is it technically the same though? I think doesn't Russian dressing have some like paprika in it? I don't know. Maybe. There's Look, like my knowledge house. stops at wheelbarrow. Right, anyway, um, I thought we have enough condiments in the fridge to come up with something good, right? Uh, now, first disappointment was we don't have sweet pickle relish. Mm. We had god awful dill relish, which I, I blame you for. Pretty good. Um, so then I took a few other things. I took mayo, mustard, and mayonnaise, the uh, which I like to call the three musketeers. You just said mayo, mustard, and mayonnaise. Uh, th- sorry, mayo, mustard, and ketchup. Yeah, that would be weird. No, mayo, mustard, and ketchup, the three musketeers. And uh, to me, that's like Pepsi and 7-Up or Coke and 7-Up together. Like, who I would do that? And then I took a that? secret fourth ingredient. What was it? It's secret. It's, it's like a spicy barbecue sauce, but it's secret. Okay. And just, Can you I tell? Just, how about if you just tell us? I just told you anyone. what it is. It's spicy barbecue sauce, okay. honey. Uh, Shh, everyone. And I put no, it in there and I put just enough. I knew how much in my how brain. Did, how did you know? Because I could taste it in my brain. <laughs> and I mixed it together. And honey, you tasted it. Tell the people. It was truly amazing sauce. It, it was, was like the best sauce ever. It was so good. I Now see, you say mayo, ketchup, mustard. To me, that's what? What is going on with that? And yet... right. So I'm wondering how much of the heavy lifting was the secret in your secret sauce doing. But I do think it, they all came together to form something quite delicious. It's, and it's, you got to get the proportions right. Which are? It's like uh, probably... Are your three musketeers three, all the same? It's probably like three times as much mayonnaise to mustard and ketchup. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Uh, and, and then maybe... So if you're talking about like... If the portion of mayonnaise is one, then it's a third uh, of that of, m- of mustard, a third of that of ketchup, and about a quarter to a third of the barbecue sauce. It was about the right. Well, that was about it. I feel like there's an easier way to do that, fraction wise. Or maybe, anyway, look, but, it's, you this know, isn't important. The no, point is, uh, you did I make a delicious the, I had secret to go sauce. go to the bathroom all morning. Oh, I mean, the sauce. Yeah, I know. So, Here's the thing, Daniel. I don't But know. folks, tell me if you have the same problem with the Impossible Burger because I need to know if this is a thing or if I've got some other problem. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't like to talk about scatological matters, but people love it. They love when we talk about Canada and they love when we talk about poop. So I love talking about both of those because things. Because they demand it. I will share. I have been making... Have you ever pooped in Canada? I have. You have? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the dream. Right. Um, in Mississauga. 
poop capital of who now who is mrs saga mr saga's wife (laughs) anyway um I've been making a lot of soups that are not that good, but they're super locale and healthy. You know what? The one you made last night? It wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad. Um, It's like cauliflower, rice, mushed up, and other vegetables. Yeah. And I've been eating a ton of vegetables. So between the amount of fiber I'm taking in and the amount of fake meat you're eating, someone's Mm. always pooping in this house. It's out of control. It's a good thing we have more than one bathroom, isn't it, honey? Yes. Although I have a... Can we talk about this and then we can move on? Have you noticed that the toilet seat is loose? We, okay, one of the things about our house is that it was a flip. Yes. And the folks that flipped it did exactly the least amount that one could do to make it look good. Yes. Uh, and not so apparent that they did as cheap a job as possible on the flip. Um, and so things like closet doors, closet doors, and toilet seats are li- literally the cheapest one you can find. Because I take it personally when I sit down and it's like, Ooh. I can't handle this big ass. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, it feels like it's saying, "I give up." Right, mercy. Yeah. I feel like there's probably been a novelty toilet seat that said that. <laughs> but I feel like in my childhood, is this like a white trashy thing or is this like uh, a 80s thing where it was there were so many fucking novelties like that where it was like a toilet seat that talks when you sit on it or something. Um, I, don't, I feel like that's an 80s thing. There was this, oh, I wish I could remember the name of it. There was this catalog that had like a ton of novelty things like that. Like, um, Fucking, I, I would look at that like I was, you know, at what I'm Playboy talking about magazine. that yes, in the, the, the fireworks catalog, the spaghetti fork that had a crank. What was the name of the company that would, I don't know, though. but do you, so yeah. here's the items. Are, do you remember the spaghetti fork that had a crank? And then also there was like, and this was like a little bit beyond my comprehension. There was like lovers pants yeah. and it was one pair of pants that had four legs. Yeah. I remember that. That was like Spencer's would have stuff like yes. that. Yes. What else was in that catalog? Oh, well, I mean, you know, novelty shirts. There'd be a whole, like, shirt section with silly, like, things. Uh, I feel like you'd get on that list if you had, like, a Rolling Stone subscription or something. Yeah. You know, or if you did Columbia House. Mm. But, uh, yeah, it was just novelties. I don't remember the rest. Someone will write in with the name. Daniel. Hmm. The world changed overnight, and doctors, nurses, and other medical professionals immediately ran to the crisis. Since then, they've been working extra long hours, distancing themselves from their loved ones, and risking their lives to save ours. They sacrifice a lot, not just now, but all year round. Shouldn't someone be looking out for them? And someone who is looking out for them is Figs. I love Figs. Figs. I have a Figs hoodie and I love it. I love your, and I steal it sometimes. Figs is an amazing company who's had the backs of these awesome humans since 2013. They create ridiculously soft modern scrubs that help healthcare workers look good, feel good, and perform at their best. Now, in response to COVID-19, Figs has donated over 30,000 sets of scrubs to hospitals across the country, donated 100,000 to the Frontline Responders Fund to help ship PPE and supplies, and sent hundreds of care packages to those who need it most. They've also created their 
own three-layer protective mask and utilize their supply chain to produce millions of N95 masks and PPE. Uh, Fig scrubs, first of all, they're super stylish and they're packed with tons of features and functionality. They have their own proprietary fabric that features Silvader antimicrobial technology as well as four-way stretch, moisture-wicking, anti-wrinkle, and liquid repellent properties, plus tons of pockets. So they, um, of course, are like perfect for medical professionals, but also just people like Daniel I love and wearing scrubs. <laughs> Scrubs are so comfy. Yeah. Yeah. But they have great stuff, you know, for like the the hoodie that you have is yeah. great for jogging or great for yoga. Yeah, it's kind of um, like it's kind of like sleek. It yes. almost feels like tailored scrubs or something. I mean, it's crazy. They have lab coats, jackets, tote bags, compression socks and more. Both Ali Ward and I almost bought ourselves lab coats. <sighs> I, I wanted one, but then I'm like, when am I really going to wear it? Yeah. Today, it's more important than ever to recognize all of the selfless medical professionals in our lives. Whether you're one of these awesome humans or you're someone who wants to say thank you with a set of scrubs, Figs has your back and is offering listeners at the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show 15% off for a limited time. Just go to wearfigs, W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S dot com and enter code bestfriend15 at checkout. Again, wearfigs, W-E-A-R-F-I-G-S dot com and enter code bestfriend15 at checkout. I, of course, would like to say hello and thank you to my wonderful Patreon listeners. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. Patreon for videos, behind the scenes content. I recently came across a, a very pivotal text message conversation from a long time ago that I uh, so on a recent episode where it was Allison answers your question, so I did a special bonus episode just for Patreon, and I uploaded the video just for Patreon, um, where I answered everyone's questions, and I'm like, ask me anything, and I'll name names. Um, someone asked me my greatest regret, and I shared a regret I have, but then I came across this text message conversation, which reminded me actually of something else that I wish I had answered for a greatest regret, and uh, it involves... Something that everyone asks me about all the time, even though it was many years ago. So you can just take a guess at what that might be. Um, and I think I'm going to put it up and, and write a little bit about it. Wow. So you got to subscribe to Patreon for that. Yeah. Patreon.com. Also, I'm on Cameo. And uh, you get a cameo from me. There's a good chance <clears throat> Daniel's going to be in it. And maybe my kids. Cameo.com. Very, very often. That's right. Do you want to listen to a voicemail? Real quick, okay. I predicted in March. I'm make, I'm putting it on the record that the Time Magazine Person of the Year will be healthcare workers. I feel like that's the biggest, that's the easiest call, and I'm just putting it out there because I'm I'm confident. Have you ever shared with them your alter ego? Predict about three thousand. <laughs> So whenever we're watching a show, by for the example, way, by the okay. way, there is nothing dorkier than like what a married couple does on the couch <laughs> while they're watching TV. Hi, <laughs> we make each other smile. Predict Bot Three Thousand is about so much more than making each other smile. I've got it's about a, yeah potentially ruining shows for me, but that's okay because I like I know spoilers. That you don't care because you do it to yourself. It's true. We'll be sitting there watching a show that might have a mystery, and then, and then I'll ask her a question about it, and, she, and you'll go, oh, I, I, just, I just looked it up on Wikipedia, so I already know. Nothing moves fast enough for me. Yeah. Um, 
I, I've gotten into this weird habit of of while we're watching a show trying to predict what where it's going where it's going, which I know is so annoying, but it doesn't bother you as much. It doesn't bother. Oftentimes, me at all. I'm just trying to like I'm trying to get inside the head of the writers and trying to see see if I can feel where they're why they're laying these tracks. Like, oh, okay, this is heading in this direction or that direction. Um, it's fun for me, but uh, it's probably torture. No, I don't mind it. But now you're three thousand. Who was one thousand and two thousand? Oh, well, one thousand uh, was a predict bot that just was always wrong. <laughs> and two thousand was right, but it, but would get it after the fact. So, so the timing on on one on version one was what you want a predict bot to be. You want predict bot. To come in before the thing happens, right? But it was wrong. Mm. Predict bot two thousand was right, but it was after the thing, so it's so useless. It you was already like a, know. Like he recapped. Yeah, it was like a recap. <laughs> it was like a recap machine, which you don't. Know, but did he know? Was it like someone dies and then he's like, that he will die. Going, that person's going to die, and you're like, <laughs> hey, predict bot, no shit, right? But then we we really dialed it in over at Quants Labs. Now I will say. That PredictBot 3000 is not always right, but often is right. I'm trying to think of a time when PredictBot has been wrong. 3000. Because uh, usually when PredictBot is wrong, you're like, oh, that was PredictBot 1000. <laughs> I do. I blame <laughs> it on 1000. And now, are they all you and you just got upgraded? Yeah, I'm getting, uh, you know, firmware updates via the the soft web you said something earlier that i thought was funny but also gross you're like do they do lobotomies on dogs and we decided that if they do there would there would be no way to there'd be no difference no difference with our dog no <laughs> she would be the same but is that all dogs uh god because like what no, is the frontal like... lobe responsible for i think it's responsible for feelings but in a no, dog no no it's no? not feelings it's like uh the frontal lobe i'm gonna look it up is like your higher functioning brain. So it's the decision maker. It's the regulator part of your brain. Oh, yeah. Consciousness, communication, memory, attention, um, rolling over, shaking. I would say it's probably more about like your understanding of your emotions if it's to do with your emotions. But you're still going to feel things. The frontal lobe of the brain is vital to our consciousness as well as functions that appear uniquely human, such as spoken language. It is one of the four paired lobes in the brain's cerebral cortex, and it plays vital roles in memory, attention, motivation, and numerous other daily tasks. By the way, this is from Medical News Today. I don't know who that is. The frontal lobe, similarly to the other lobes of the cerebral cortex, is actually made up of two paired lobes together. Okay. Okay, okay. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, oh my God, so much about the anatomy. Uh, do, do, do. All mammals have a frontal lobe, but the size and complexity vary between species. Primates have larger frontal lobes than many other mammals. Wendy has a tiny frontal lobe. How did they know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can talk. Okay. Uh, I was just thinking how wild it is that they used to do that all the time. I And they do it by like sticking a... Pro- yeah, do oh, not no, look no, up no. videos. Do I'm not sorry. look up videos. I was thinking they do it by sticking the thing up the nose. No, no, it's the which eye. I was right, which I was thinking because I was thinking like how that's similar to the nasal swab, but no, they go in through the eye. Ugh. 
They go into the eye. The guy would just do it in hotel rooms. I know. It was like a traveling freak show. My uncle's aunt, so uncle by marriage, but his aunt had, I think I've told this story. She, um, I I think we can say now, had postpartum depression. Mm. You know, it was like she had a baby and then was like... Depressed? Depressed and and, uh, who knows, right? But her husband... Because this is back in the day when you, husbands could do could this. Just order up a lobotomy could, for your wife. No, could have her uh, institutionalized. The good old days, as I like to call them, <laughs> and um, had her institutionalized. And then, like within a few years, she ended up getting a lobotomy. And he would talk about visiting her or seeing her wandering the grounds of the mental hospital, mm. and just like her he- head was shaved and her socks rolled down to her ankles, and just like, uh, buh, 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 buh. and you're just like, oh my fucking god, I can't believe that. We used to do this to people. What does the socks being rolled down to the ankles mean? I don't know. Just like, unca- you know, just no care. Just everything is just, bleh, you know. Uh, hey, but, you know, folks, if you have your socks rolled down your ankles, well, it's probably cool. Looking so on you. olive oil would roll her socks down. No, it's more like bunched. I, I, I think I think the idea was that the socks were too big. I like see. They weren't. They weren't, so they would just like. And this was not in the eighties when people wore slouch socks. (laughs) This would be like in the fifties or sixties. Do you know that um, an insult that my dad jokingly uses is "your stockings are sagging"? Like this was actually an old (laughs) insult. So her stockings were sagging, I guess. Um, That's right. That's really sad. So she had postpartum depression. It's what you think it was, but Mm -hmm. like, what was she? Do you remember? Do you know anything else? Not really. That's so crazy to me that you could just institutionalize someone for not being the wife and mother you expect them to be, and then they'll lobotomize that person. And, and then and the wives had no say. Like, and like once they were lobotomized, there's kind of no coming back from that. I kind think of they literally scramble your frontal lobe. Right, kind of no coming back from that. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing that's confusing. I find all of this very, very disturbing. So I don't, you know, I'll like look up a lot of stuff and then I'll feel haunted. But I think there was a book or a documentary written by someone who found out he had been lobotomized. And I think, you know, he was, he wasn't as non-functioning as Well, they some might have of, been done more targeted. I mean, they might have... Well, I think it was, yeah, very non... It's very non-precise is what it was back then when they were just right, sticking a spoon in your more. head. Precise, and they pro- maybe they do variations of it today. I don't know, but um, no, I think they just do ECT now. Yeah, I don't know, uh, but yeah, I don't think that's what she got. She got the full. No, she got the full scramble. And then who did they have? Who's their kid? I don't know. It was not my family, so I only who, know what I've told you. It well, was my uncle by marriage. Oh, I think I know who you mean. Yeah, and so his family. Right. I, I've met okay. some of them, but I don't yes. really know. Yes, got mm-hmm. it. All right, should we listen to a message? Mm-hmm. Hey, Allison and Daniel, good morning. Well, good morning over here from um, Burlington, Vermont. Moved here from Long Beach, California last October. It has been a ride. Um, how am I doing? Not good this morning. It is very uh, difficult to uh, parent and be a wife 
mother, all that stuff. It's quite overwhelming. I have two older boys back in California, 18 years old, twins, and I have my three-year-old and two-year-old here in the house. And so a lot of uh, anxiety with that um, as a mom. But I'm trying to pull through. I have therapy um, twice a month, and um, it's just tough. I just want to let you guys know that I appreciate the love coming through my, my earbuds when I'm doing chores and hearing you guys, and this feels very um, comforting to have that um, familiarity with you guys. Um, again, this is Jasmine. Hope you guys are doing okay over there in California. Take care. Bye. And then she had a coda. Hey, it's Jasmine calling back to clarify. My um, kids are 18-year-old twin boys, um, and I have a 4-year-old boy and a 2-year-old girl. So might sound crazy with all those ages jumbled up together. Um, but, yeah, thanks again. Felt really good leaving that message. Uh, you're the best, Allison. You're the best, Daniel. Okay, goodbye. Jasmine, don't let them give you a lobotomy. Don't do it. It's um, not worth it. Wait, so her twin sons... Yes, she has 18-year-old twin here sons in, LA in, still. in California. Or in California, and going to college, I'm assuming. Perhaps, or, or yes. Work, I'm or not whatever. sure, yeah. 18, I guess you... Vermont is far away mm-hmm. from LA. I, I realized... Can I... Sorry, go ahead. You know, I was looking at a map the other day. I was even looking at Burlington, and I was noticing just how far north it seemed. My older brothers, who are twins lived in California and then their mom moved to Vermont maybe to Burlington I don't know I I would love to live out or Putney like that. I don't know but anyway her boys are California Vermont and my brother's California Vermont get out anyway Jasmine thank you so much for calling um it's tough I get I totally get what you're saying that it is tough right now to parent and um that is that is quite a range of children age wise you have, and that must be really hard being away from your boys. Yeah, uh, I saw somebody, Aaron Gloria Ryan tweeted that like everybody gets a to shave one year yes. off of their age, um, because this year is like uh, doesn't count. And I'm like, except unless you have kids, and then you have to multiply it times ten or something, because it's like it's hard. It's it's intense. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know what to say except just hang in there. The, I, I was looking up in Vermont, New Hampshire though, and it just looks so beautiful and fuck. I was like, it would be so, I was just looking at pictures, fantasizing about living out there. So I keep um, seeing people post, it's not necessarily people I know, but people post about like, you know, you might have been tipped off from the deep cleaning I'm doing. That's right. I'm leaving the city. I'm moving. I'm like, I feel like everyone is escaping to there wherever. There's an exodus from yeah. urban environments right now. And actually like real estate in the suburbs is going to be worth more because people, you know, for health reasons primarily, but also because work s- situations are changing. Um, yeah. They don't want to be in a concentrated right. environment. So, and they it, don't need to be for work. They don't need to be. Um, yeah. Right. It's it making, and we, this is a conversation we've had before, but it's making me feel like 
maybe we should figure out where it is we want to be and go there, even though that's completely impractical oh and we can't God. do that. But still. Ghislaine Maxwell was captured in a house. Let's go to Ghislaine's house. Now, granted, it's in the middle of New Hampshire, you know, uh, out in the country. This house is, is really nice. It, w- it wouldn't be the house I would choose, but it was like big house. It had like a barn with a whole like guest house attached to the barn and two stories and huge picture windows that looked out over just like waving hills of trees and forests. It was so beautiful. A million dollars. And I'm just like, you fucking can't get like a million dollars. Yeah. Now I know, like to a lot of people, they're like a million dollars is a lot, but but that does not get you Mm-mm. shit. It's like a starter home in LA. Um, so I was like, Phew. yeah. I mean, again, we've talked about it before. We don't like the heat. I hate the heat. It's not very pretty I here. Actually, it's, it's not pretty ugly, actually. I don't love the heat, but more than the heat, I it's, hate the bright, 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 bright sunlight. Oh, like on our wedding day. We disagree about our wedding day. Yes. But <laughs> let's just say I've had an ass full of sunshine. I've had many lifetimes worth of sunshine in my life. Yeah. I grew up in fucking Tucson, Arizona, where I think it's like 120 degrees today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, if you look at pictures of me and you don't, folks, you don't oh, need that to do that me. to yourself. But like, I'm like a very like my complexion and everything. I was... My people are, we're like cold weather, overcast people. I'm one of those people. We're overcast. We're 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 meant to be, yeah. We're cave, overcast, cold. We're porch people. Climb people. uh, We're not sunny, sunshiny people. It wasn't, not anyway. Listen to this direct message I got today, if I can find it. Um... Okay, so I posted a picture of you singing a song that you thought was a Rod Stewart song, but you weren't quite sure. It wasn't a picture. Right. It was it was an Instagram mm-hmm. story. And then I got this comment. Wait, is Daniel hot? I mean, that makes sense since you are so pretty, but I think I was distracted by the Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or not. It kind of is. Uh, no, it is. The Hawaiian <laughs> shirts... Let's be clear what's happening with the Hawaiian church, which, by the way... You can't wear there's anymore. An update. There's an update. Oh. Yeah. I can't do the Hawaiian shirts anymore, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, it's called the T's in the biz, honey. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm a newbie in the biz. I started wearing Hawaiian shirts at exactly the point in my life when I gave up. <laughs> I think there's like a, 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 a letting go of... Hey, I'm going to look fashionable and stylish. Although it's not completely, some of them look cool. But like, and more of a, I'm going to embrace whimsy. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's also like, I feel like the man's got his boot on my neck all day. I'm going to wear a fun shirt. No, I mean, maybe, maybe on some level, but uh, I like the, 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 they f- they're fitted, they're cool, like the short sleeves, so they're so in the summer they're not too hot, but they don't they're not a t shirt mm-hmm. you know, and I liked I started wearing them back when people weren't wearing patterns as much, so it felt like oh this is a this is it's a nice thing. change, it feels colorful, and now though of course you can't because the fucking 
uh, the Nazis who wanted to bring the on a Boogaloo race war, boys, right? yeah, decided they're calling themselves Boogaloo Boys, and they wear Hawaiian shirts. So if I go out, the whitest guy you've ever seen wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt, uh, people are going to be like, "Oh, look at that fucking Nazi, uh, Nazi over there." And it's like, "No, I'm not." Let's see, <laughs> <laughs> so You're now, just like whimsy. So I mean, I mean, I may try to just—I don't know. We'll have to change it up. Who knows? Maybe later. So how in? many? Sh- how many? <laughs> That's probably the wrong way to go. How many shirts have have you been forced to retire? Well, retire. There, there are two shirts I probably will not wear again. One. Uh, has lemons all over it. Mm, yeah, but is that's not because of the it's for other reasons. Which is which are? I'm I'm never in that mood. <laughs> yeah, it's too summery. I'm never in the all lemon mood. It's just not me. Uh, I liked this shirt when I bought it. It's one of those things. But every it's, time you put it on, you're aware of how your mood doesn't match your like shirt. This, this is yeah. It's like it's like, folks. Do you have themed underwear like I do? <laughs> okay. Like, you know, patterns or whatever. I If I pick out a pair of Christmas underwear in July, it bums, it bums me out. It's like, ugh, I don't want to wear them. That, see, I would use a Christmas coffee cup. I use my Christmas coffee cup year-round. It just, it's just, uh, it's incongruous. I don't want to have uh, snowflakes on my butt <laughs> in July. Anyway. Uh, the other shirt is got cockatiels all over it. Oh, I like that one. And it's a little too Miami Vice color. Like ah, that's also just doesn't feel right. Um, what about the, sorry, the, go ahead. the black one with the pink flowers is probably the one that I mostly will will have to retire. But what, because really, of the what Boogaloo that means boys. is I'll just wear it around the house. Retire. Yeah, who, who's, who do who's I going see? out? Who do I see? Um, because of the Boogaloo Boys. Yeah. Now look at the pictures. They have like very similar shirts. I can't do it. What about the all the little ladies? Oh, that'll keep wearing windsurfing. That's a great shirt. What are they doing? Jet skiing? No, they're um, water skiing. Water skiing. So they're that one le- stays. Yeah, that's a great shirt. Have you ever felt lemony? Not really. I mean, have you? Ever, but now is the cockatiel also incongruous with your mood? That shirt. Have you ever bought something that like the style of it in in a like objective sense is the kind it's the kind of shirt you wear yeah. or whatever but then you put it on you're like this is so not me but i can't put my finger on it i don't know what it is about this but i am not a guy who wears cockatiels these white cockatiels it doesn't make sense because i am the guy <laughs> who wears you know little you know silly fishies or <laughs> uh or whatever you know like one would think but it's it's not me so End of an era. Um, so interesting because maybe I'll wear uh, bowling shirts. <laughs> do you go back to the nineties? Think that it is what I think. Tell me if this sounds right. You became conscious that you are becoming this kind of shirt guy, and so then you purchased shirts less based on you liking them and more like those go with a couple the of them. I did that with lemons and cockatiels. Yeah. Yeah. The other ones, though, I genuinely like. Right, but I think lemons and cockatiels was like you. Those were those were those like the real world in its later years, where everyone who went on it yeah. knew they were going on a show where they're going to like get drunk mm. in a jacuzzi. They were self conscious shirts. I like those shirts, though. I would say they were aspirational. It's like 
at that time, I was like, I wanted to be that guy. Mm. I want to be the guy who, who wears lemons on himself. Who is that guy? He's just a happier guy than me. <laughs> I'm not that guy. I'll never be that guy. No amount of antidepressants will make me that guy. And uh, You do get compliments on it whenever I post a photo of you in the shirt. Yeah, like I don't, it's not a matter of whether I look good in it or not. It's, it's just it doesn't feel right. It's, uh, I mean, again, like I feel, I feel most myself in cold weather because for a lot of reasons, but mostly because I can wear lots of layers. So right now you're just wearing a gray t-shirt, the one that prompted this comment, are you hot? I mean, I don't know how to answer that. I, you know, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I don't know. But how do you feel about your gray t-shirt? Uh, I'm not a huge fan of t-shirts. Why? I don't know. A little too, I mean, it's fine around the house, but it's just a little bit too, uh, it's like wearing sweatpants. It's like, I, I wouldn't wear them out. Um, t-shirts I will wear out but they're still it's a little too cash but you love your Alice and Rosen's your new best friend t-shirts oh yes um, a word about that I recently got a direct message from a top fan saying that she had tried to buy some Alice and Rosen's your new best friend t-shirts and the links are dead yes my merch is um, when you're done I have something I need to okay. say my merch is uh What's the word I'm looking for? All what? fucked up right now. I need to... Transition I'm In phase. transitioning, yeah. But I, ha- I thought I was going to go one place and now I'm like, maybe I want to go a different place. I, I haven't quite decided what I'm going to do with my merch yet. However, and I have been meaning to write back, I have the Snuggleberry shirts and I have the Logo t-shirts. Um, I don't have the Legacy shirts. If you would like Snuggleberries or Logo, contact me and a little like i don't i can't handle any sort of big uh me sending you things situation um but if you want to buy a few shirts get in touch with me and i could i could make that happen and, but i want to get set up with like a real merch company and you know offer more we'll and do the whole thing mm-hmm. so just know that um it's all fucked up right now and a couple of you have ordered uh, oh, yeah. Eat a Bag of Dicks pins, which you can still order. Uh, go That's to, not fucked up. But I wanted to... They, it's been like a couple months. That's bad, honey. So, I'll, A, I want to apologize to those people. I'm going to send a little extra something for the hassle or for having to wait. Yeah. And B, to anyone who buys them, I won't wait that long in the future. It's just that I've been in quarantine brain. Part of it, honestly, is like, how do you mail things... Like, well, that's why where I you ordered, don't know the postage. Yeah. Well, so we have a food scale, and we can use that. And that's why I ordered a bunch of postage. So we should be able to do it ourselves. Yeah. So now we have... Anyway, uh, apologies. And also, somebody a while back ordered a, a pin. Again, it, it says, eat a bag of dicks. Uh, it's sort of the happy face of our time. <laughs> and uh, she said that she lost it immediately. And I want to say, if you're the person... Reach out to me again, and I'll get you a replacement. I meant to do that, and then I, I lost your tweet. Speaking of, for Christmas last year, no, 
two years ago. I don't know. Sometime. Eight Christmas. There was a Christmas where we received gifts for me, oh God. for Daniel, and for Jeff. We still don't know who gave them. We still don't know who gave them to us. Um, and it was like, an, I'm blanking out. It was something involving cats, cats and guns for Jeff. It was like an overthinker's notebook for me. And Daniel, what was it for you? Do you remember? It was like a eat a bag of dicks coloring book. Yes. If it was you, let us know. Let us know it it, I think it came from Seattle. But it meant to my home address. Which yeah. was, but it had no return address. Well, no, it must have said, it just said Seattle. Anyway, there was a nice note too. And the person I thought it was, I reached out to them and they said it wasn't them. Mm-hmm. So whoever it was, if you're still out there. Do you think it was the mayor of Seattle? Yeah. Who is the mayor of Seattle? Uh, Starbuck. Uh, S- Starbuck Niederlander. <laughs> Paul Niederlander. Is that who you're? No, Paul Allen is not the mayor, but that's a Seattle person. No, I wasn't thinking of Paul Allen. I was thinking of Starbuck Niederblander. I know, but I was thinking of Paul Allen. All right. Listen, we should have ended this years ago. (laughs) (laughs) This is, once again, we've done it. I mean, that's how I end my shows with Greg, but I'm going to import it to this. We've done it again, honey. We have. The best show ever. Please tell your friends. Again, if this particular episode, if you didn't care for it, well, listen to another one. Just wait till next week. <laughs> who knows? Who knows what'll happen? That's right. Oh, listen to Childish as well. And please subscribe to me on YouTube, youtube.com slash Allison Rosen. There's all sorts of stuff there. I'm using that again. And it's, there's full Childish episodes, but also other stuff. Uh, listen. Hang in there. It's a crazy, crazy time. My therapist is always telling me that like people are more and more depressed right now. Oh my god! Honestly, if you're not depressed, you're a miracle. Yeah. I mean, this is just the combination of all of us having to live through quarantine, or if you're not, what the fuck are you doing? But maybe you have to work. <laughs> right. Maybe you have to work. Well, Which yeah, also, by tough. the way, if that, that's, that's scary and tough scary, too. Right? Yeah. And then it's like so all of that, right? Uh, the 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 attendant fears and the you know oh my god what's happening you know financial stresses the unknown, all these things yeah. right and then all by the way all the other fucking horrible shit that's going on if if you're out there going you know hey this is I don't know not a stress in the world then you're you're either we then we have a lemon shirt for you I just don't know what to say about you so. Don't feel bad that you're depressed. Know that you're in good company. Uh, that is to say you're in the company of the rest of this country. and Or at least, sorry, half this country. Um, <laughs> and uh, No, I think that everyone's hurting. That's the truth. Ruth? Uh, that's... that's but I don't want to get into that. That's too long, big a topic, but I think... What, that everyone's hurting or that rhyme? That everybody, that, <laughs> that Ruth knows the truth. No, that everybody, even the people you don't like are hurting. Yeah. I actually got real, like I've been feeling really emotionally raw. Emotionally raw in the way that the last time I was feeling this intensely, I was like, oh, this is postpartum depression and I need to potentially get on an antidepressant and I did. So I haven't been feeling like that, but then recently I was feeling like that. And just that one of those feelings of like, 
the amount of pain in the world on an individual level and on a collective level is too much for my heart. And I would just wish I could, I wish I could devote my life to helping people feel better somehow. I mean, I think in my own way I do, but I mean, that's kind of what you do. Yeah. You know, and I think what it was, um, and I was going to end the show. Not I'm patting just, you on the back. I think that's the intention. That's the intention. Saying. I don't yeah. know if you actually do it. No, who knows? People are like, they're still talking about chairs. Fuck them. Um, this mother lost her trans daughter and posted about it. Yeah. Um, just posted like, I lost my beautiful trans daughter. And I saw it because the person, because one of my followers, no, sorry, someone I follow and one of my followers wrote back, I'm so sorry for your loss. And, and I was like, oh, who are these people? And I clicked into it to see the responses. And it was just like, sorry for the loss of your son. I mean, son just, just people being awful people being as cruel as possible and digging in you know when people would call them on it yeah. and it it like brought me to a level i that i just found very hard to dig myself out from under i don't know just the the cruelty and then i started thinking is this what people are or is this what twitter is but anyway I don't want to go into it off on a tangent about that. I just want to say that if you're out there and you're hurting, my heart goes out to you. The, I wish I could make you feel better. Just know that this is a tough time for we everyone. Are, we are living in a time that is particularly cruel. Yeah. It is not just your you. It is not just your circumstances. Uh, we're living in a society that is, I'm sorry, right now, particularly cruel. Um, so how, try to have heart, stay strong, take care of you, do good things for yourself, you know, love your neighbors, love each other, and we'll all get through this. Um, you know, but hang in there. Uh, and look, if you need something extra, to just give you that extra little smile. Go on Twitch when I'm on there and watch me play video games. <laughs> Have I'm gonna you start done doing that? that. No, I might do it tomorrow. Um, because I've been playing video games at night. Mm-hmm. And it's don't like, think I don't have judgments about that. Don't start with me. Okay. Uh and uh I thought, you know what, it might be better to carve out some time during the day mm. and then, you know, I'll Twitch stream it and that'll be my excuse. Well, there you go. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Allison Rosen. Follow Daniel. At Daniel Quants, Twitter and Instagram. And, uh, and D Quants on Twitch. And um, I love you guys. Smash that subscribe button and leave us a comment. Okay, thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? 